today, isn't it? To more of Early Break with Sip and Jake. Simple, you are an idiot. Brought to you by Gaina Trucking. <laughs> On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Nebraska basketball back in action tonight on the road at Illinois, 6 p.m. BTN. Tonight. Team, yeah, team they lost to by 26 points on their home court just a few weeks ago here in Lincoln. We're joined now by Husker Online's Robin Washington. Good morning, Robin. Nebraska has been uh, having some problems recently without Jawan Gary, Emmanuel Bandamel. They lose by 19 on the road at Maryland this past Saturday. And you play a team tonight that just kicked your butt a few weeks ago here in Lincoln. Um, if you were trying to put together a plan, if you're Fred Hoiberg, Robin, what do you, where do you start tonight in trying to beat Illinois with all that being said? Well, um, <laughs> there's not a whole lot more that they can do. Um, they just need what they're doing to, to work better. You know, they they got to have one of those nights where all of a sudden – you know, they got three guys that are all clicking at once. They've had games where one or two players has gone off, you know, whether it's K-Say going for 22 or Sam Hoiberg coming out of nowhere to, you know, drop 15 points off the bench. But, you know, it just hasn't been nearly across the board enough to be competitive um, to where for every one of those one or two players that um, it's, it's rising to the occasion. You got guys that aren't doing nearly enough or having really off games, and you got a lot of wasted minutes out there. So, um, you know, from a schematic standpoint, you know, they kind of are what they are at this point. They just need the players that are available and, and are on the floor to play better, and they need more of them to do it all at once in a given game. So, you know, Illinois is a tough matchup. Um, they're a really good defensive team, um, and against Nebraska offense that struggles for points. Uh, you know, really, you can always say turnovers, um, especially against a Brad Underwood team, are going to be critical. Uh, rebounding, Nebraska's ten and two when they win the rebounding margin this season, and zero and ten when they don't. Mm-hmm. So, win the rebounding re- margin and give yourself a chance with some second chance opportunities and limit them on the other end. And you got to st- account for Terrence Shannon. Um, he's going to be the best player on the floor. Uh, he torched Nebraska for twenty five and eleven last time out. Um, in Lincoln, so uh, you got to make sure that their best player doesn't uh, win him the game. You got to have somebody else on that team step up and beat you. So, you know, again, <laughs> the game plan kind of is what it is at this point. Um, Nebraska just has to pretty much execute on um, both sides of the floor to perfection to have a chance. Terrence Shannon is Illinois' best player. Derek Walker is Nebraska's best player. Um, Derek Walker has had a a very good year. They they run a lot through him now. Now, Robin, you pointed it out in your article over the weekend. As well as Walker's played, and as much as they depend on him, he's averaging four point two five turnovers. Four point two five turnovers the last four outings. Turnovers have been an issue for him pretty much all season. What do you do to stem that tide? I mean, what do you say to Derek? Well, I mean, he's. Obviously, going to be the focal point of every defensive game plan. Um, and given Nebraska's guard situation, you know he's one of their primary facilitators now. So the ball is going to be in his hands almost every possession. And you know that's that can be a luxury, but you know, you're also making your your center have to you know move move the ball, dribble the ball, and and um, you know to try to 
make the offense work uh, as much as any team maybe in the country right now. So um, that inherently leads, uh, you know, the, the more a guy like that is dealing with the basketball, the more often, uh, you know, you're prone to make mistakes. And I think what the issue is the last few games is you know, he's just kind of making some, some bad mental mistakes with the ball where it's not just, um, you know, just some, some physical deals like he's making bad passes and being a little bit too careless. And I think part of that is just, just how much Nebraska is counting on him. Um, you know, that's just, just a lot of pressure. So uh, he's got to be smarter with the basketball. Um, but, again, it would help a lot more if uh, there were some other – backcourt players that could step up and help facilitate a little bit more just just because of how dependent Nebraska is on on Derek Walker right now. Tell me Robin Washington. So you mentioned Sam Hoiberg off the bat there Robin. Uh, 15 points against Maryland. We didn't see that. I didn't see that coming. I'm not sure anybody else saw that coming. Nobody. Um, it, was that a fluke performance? Do you, do you think he can you know be a score like that consistently off the bench? What What's the outlook for Sam Hoiberg going forward? Um, I mean I, I don't I doubt teams are going to leave him wide open. Like uh, like Maryland did the other night, they basically like said, "Well, we didn't even watch a second of film on this guy. Let's just let him shoot and worry about other guys." And he he took full advantage of his opportunity. Um, hit his first four shots, first three for three from behind the arc, and um, was really one of the the few bright spots in that game. So, you know, I mean, those uncontested looks are probably going to get a little fewer uh, if he keeps having performances like that. But as far as his ability, to score, it's not a total shock. Um, I'd heard stories that before the year, I think their last big scrimmage before the Colorado exhibition game, uh, he led his his team, we're going to call it, with like 26 points and hit like four or five threes. So, I mean, like, he has that ability. I mean, he's that good of a, a shooter. Um, but what I really like about it is not just the scoring, it's everything else he's doing. You know, two games ago, he led the team in rebounding, and he had more offensive rebounds than any player on the floor, so or on Nebraska's side of the floor. So, I mean, he's he's bringing the energy and effort, and then obviously production that uh, Nebraska desperately needs as much of it as they can get. So, a really a nice story, but I think it's starting to become beyond just some sort of you know feel good storyline here, where Sam Hoiberg's producing at a level where he's. He's a viable player off the bench in that rotation right now. Ten, tw- Nebraska's record ten and twelve, uh, three and eight in the league. What now? Now they're heading into a. I, now you tell me, Rob. You've been there. I haven't been. I you've never seen. I've never seen a game at the State Farm Center. Is that what it's called? Where Illinois yeah. plays the State yeah. Farm Center. What kind of what kind of atmosphere are we talking about? Yeah, when they're good, it's tough. Uh, their students are right on the floor, um, and so they're they're right on top of you. The big arena. Um, I think it's only listed at fifteen five, which is the same as PBA, but it's just kind of it feels big, you know, with, with just how it's designed. And um, like I said, the, 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 the students, kind of the orange crush, is what they call them. Uh, they they kind of make it a little bit different of an animal than than a lot of gyms, just because of how close they are to the sideline and, and how on top of uh, the players they are. Um, I've been there a couple times, and. You know, I don't, I don't think Nebraska's won either time they've gone there. I think one of the games they got blown out, and um, the other game they were supposed to win and they lost. So uh, it's been a tough place for Nebraska, um, a tough place for most teams, and especially um, you know Illinois. You know, they're kind of a, a bit of an up and down team right now, but when they play to their potential, they're right up there with the 
top fourth of the Big Ten. So, um, you know, it's, there's a lot of challenges involved there. But if Nebraska doesn't start fast and lets Illinois get out and you know, get the crowd into it, uh, just given Nebraska's already the limitations that they have, that, that's going to be a tough, uh, tough hill to climb. Illinois is a 12-and-a-half-point favorite. Your prediction on HuskerOnline.com, Illinois 75, Nebraska 60. Uh, you don't have a lot of confidence in the visiting visiting team. No, I mean, I, it's just a, like I said, it's a tough matchup for Nebraska right now. I mean, most opponents on their schedule are going to be tough matchups, but with the way Illinois plays through its guards, they have Dane Danger, the big two hundred seventy pound big man that Dane Danger. You know, Derek Walker was trying to yeah put his shoulder into Dane Danger, and it was like running into a light pole. Like it, it was, he wasn't moving. So yeah, um, it's just a tough tough matchup across the board the fact that it's on the road where nebraska struggled already um you know i just i think it's one of those games where nebraska might keep it close for a while but eventually illinois depth and overall talent are going to win out robin always good stuff thank you for the time we'll chat with you again next week yep sounds good robin washington husker Mm, online they do have collapsible light poles i hit one one time what it it went right down and it didn't do much damage they do they may they build how hard did you hit it 35 probably Back in the day. If I was going 35 today, it would have been a lot easier day. <laughs> it would have been a lot better. You're, you're, going, you're going fitty. You'd be, you'd you be going below the speed limit. You're going fitty. Yeah. Interesting comment there about the orange crush and the bleachers. That's what the Bob used to have. They did. Devaney. Oh, yeah. And now you don't have that at PBA. You don't have the students, right? We used to always, when I was a graduate assistant, we, I always sat in the one, I always use the term end zone behind the bass. That's where we did sat. Did you sit? During the Iba era? What's that? Iba era? No, th- this is all Danny Nee. This is oh, Danny this is Danny Nee, okay. This, yeah, we're, this is the real okay. stuff. This is like Eric Strickland. Iba was real stuff, by the way. Oh, it was. Oh, yeah. no, I agree with that. Yeah. Don't, 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 don't get me started. Cipriano and, and Iba, yeah. huge fans. Thank yeah, Thank huge fans. That, that, that'll never come out of my mouth. But the success rate was going. But the, the, the feel of getting there early, because it was bleachers around around the uh around Jake, the box oh, I, I, I did that yeah and I so that was that. there's a lot that, that that creates a lot of energy a lot of people getting to that spot i believe right now the band's at one end and is that it and so i'm trying to at yeah, pba so, Jake? yeah it's at one it's at the south end of the stadium but i've never i've not been to a basketball game at, at pba for a nebraska basketball game whoa we gotta make we gotta change yeah. that it but, is fourth and one but, here. But I do notice that there is no the, – the, the bleacher seating is a different – There's no bleachers. When you look at places that has bleacher seating, what is – you know, what, what is Duke known for? I mean, what's that place seat? Eight to 7,000? 8,000? Not much. But it's the bleacher seating phase or how huh. the Hawk students has are like. Sure. Is this yeah. because you've always been so embroiled in preparation? Uh, usually. And then usually about right now, I mean, this, this would be like the first week you'd be able to go. Unless you went with a recruit, okay. uh, for, you know, for part of a game or some part of a game, there might be some of that 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 was there. So I've been in PBA, I've done, but I just haven't been to many games. Yeah, and you were, and to be fair to Bill, he was at other places for most. That's of true. The, you haven't been there the whole time, right? Yeah. So I just haven't been to PBA. Have, have right. I been? Have I been to to see where Pete Maravich played at? You know, in in in. Uh, uh, in LSU, in absolutely evolved. So I've been at almost every place. Wisconsin, uh, the the, the, the old, the, but the old place that they used to the Field House oh. was insane. I saw the Fab Five play there, 
and that was all bleacher seating. At, at that. I it saw was, it. Yeah, they played yeah. volleyball there. I wow. they still, they still play volleyball. Small. 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 Yeah, I bet it only. I bet it only probably seated maybe seven thousand, eight thousand. They'd have to jam but them in there. It too. was. It was unreal. Places, yeah, sure. yeah. It was. So I've been to almost every place that I coach. I went to a lot of games and different things, and Dang. so it was a lot. Of, I, I enjoy basketball. Thank but, you for the Pete Maravich reference. Who's the who's the he's the greatest college player to ever play? No, yeah, yeah. He averaged he averaged forty four points a game. Yeah, I'm not, he averaged I'm not, I'm not four, don't, even, don't, don't start don't start with me, simple. He averaged forty four points a well, game. Well, I mean, I think you could go to Michael he Jordan. He didn't. He didn't. Right. No, Maravich is a better college player than Jordan absolutely. Was. Not even close. Well, and, I mean, Jordan didn't put up numbers. We're not talking but, about NBA. We're talking college. I know. College. I know what I'm talking college. about. You're going to show, so, I love Maravich, I, but I don't know that I go sure you're best. Going, one shot, he made one shot, which was a huge shot to win the national championship. Michael Jordan did. I agree with that. That was that. That's I'm kind. Going, of, I'm going Maravich. Yeah, it's too. not even close. If, if this comes out to basketball officials, they would be like, "You're way off on this one." Simple. Stop Here's, this, man. Could, let me say, could Jordan do this? You think when Maravich was a freshman, freshmen were not eligible to play, and they sold out the freshman games. He'd get fifteen thousand people. I get to what you're saying. You can't. I, it's it's a it's you know I'm on a slippery slope. He averaged forty four. Here's the thing: if Jordan played at LSU and they no asked three point him, line. if they if Jordan played at LSU and they asked him to average forty four, he'd probably average forty four. Okay, I mean that's what I'm saying. He played at North Carolina. He didn't he didn't have to do that. Um, I'm just saying if if I'm stacking if I'm looking at pure talent, Jordan comes to mind as a guy that could probably do that. I love Maravich. He's pistol. my favorite. Yeah, Pistol Pete. Pistol Pete. Fa- that, that tells you enough right there. Pistol he's, Pete. He's got a sweet nickname. He's definitely yeah. the most – I mean, he played the game almost like a Harlem Globetrotter. He, he was way ahead of his game, ahead of his time in yeah. terms of you, – you saw the passes he'd make. Yeah, he was, it was unreal. Let's play the game show. Give us a call right now at 464-568. Five your chance to win a business box of bagels to Bagels and Joe. You guys won. One. One Sebastian. Oh, yeah, he beat Sebastian. Yeah. Good morning, Sebastian. Thank you for the win yesterday. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah. So, I mean, today's today's topic is Super Bowl winning quarterbacks. I will give you the team, got it, the Super Bowl, and what team they beat. Okay, what quarterback was that? All right, okay, simple enough. Yeah, I like it. Four six four five six eight five. Shut up, simple. Starts right now. We've all been there. You're listening to the radio, and then that rage starts to grow inside of you. It starts to consume you. It gets to a point where you just want to yell, Shut up, Sipple! No, sorry. I'm sorry. Well, here's your chance. It's time to shut up, Sipple. Call now to play. 464-5685. Shut up, Sipple. Brought to you by Bagels and Joe. All right, four six four five six eight five. Call the takedown sip and Coach Bush and trivia. How do you feel about Super Bowl winning quarterbacks today? I feel strangely good. Strangely good. I Coach? feel adequate. Okay, adequate. Hey, that's yeah. better than yeah. we, some some days here, yeah. right? <laughs> you get we sometimes you don't feel great about the topic. That's what I mean. I feel right. adequate. Okay, adequate's good. Chris and Lincoln, how do you feel about Super Bowl winning quarterbacks? I'm all right, but I. Feel bad that I got to shut Simple up right away. Maravich with a three-point shot would have averaged over fifty points a game. Thank you. If they'd had that back then. Thank you. I, I mean, I, 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 I'm a. He's pistol. the man. Just okay. stop. <laughs> pistol beat. Hand to God, he's the best. <laughs> <laughs> Bill Bush speaks for the people. He does. Yeah. All right, Chris. Jerry Schmidty, would you please chime in on this? I want Jerry Schmidty to shoot a text in on this. On yeah, we will take your text, Jerry. Yeah. 
<laughs> All right, Chris, first question goes to you, Coach Bush, a lifeline for SIP for one question. <laughs> what quarterback led the Giants to a win in Super Bowl 25 over the Bills for the 1990 season? Well, that would be the pride of West Virginia, Jeff Hostetler. Ooh, Jeff Hostetler is yeah. correct. Yeah, they might go uh, Phil Sims, but it Whoa. was uh, yeah, I Jeff Hostetler. Well, he was before that. Yeah. And Sims was on that team, but he, get, he was injured, so Hostetler took over that year. Whoa. Trying to have a trick question, but Chris was ready for that. Chris, nice, nice. Jeff Hostetler is correct. Okay, we got, a, we got a live one here. You guys are in trouble yeah. if, that's, if you answer that one right. Okay, for the tie, what quarterback led the Ravens to a win in Super Bowl 35 over the Giants for the 2000 season? I got that one. It's Flacco. 2000. 2000 season. Oh, I got that one. Don't say it. Chris, do you want to steal that one or not? Oh, that is so easy. I won't get fooled again, baby. Uh, that's Trent Dilfer. Trent Dilfer. Yeah. Would you have yeah. that one, Coach? Yes, I would have. Yeah. yeah. What happened there? Joe Flacco has been around for 20 years, 23 ah, years. He's still playing. 15. He was right that after was yeah. Dilfer. Not right after? No. Like 2006 yeah. or seven, something like yeah. that. All right, uh, Chris, you're up to zero. Look, <laughs> he's disgusted oh, over that. that is just, I mean, you think you think Flacco's played for 23 years because you know he was on the Jets this no, season and right. did play. This the is game. A bad I guess. went to in Miami. He was uh, starting. I should have got a deal for him. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. All right, for the win, Chris. I seized up. You did. What quarter? What quarterback led the Bears to a win in Super Bowl 20 over the Patriots in the 1985 season? Gee, the Bears are my team. That's got to be Joe. No, Jim McMahon. Oh, we about had a, we about made it there. I thought about, they were Flacco for a minute, but yeah. you know, my senses came to me. All right, Chris, uh, impressive win, three-zero sweep today. We'll get you bagels. Thanks for calling in and calling down the road. Shut up, Zip. Right. Yeah, I got it. Thanks, Chris. Yeah, yeah. Patty said, you know, you're wrong about Pete Maravich. He beats you three-zip. Yeah, that's Chris's day, right? I'm kind of, I kind of wish I was. On, I am on. Chris's okay, how about side. now? Hold on, now, now we got to get this. Are you going to say Marav- you take Maravich over Bill Walton? Remember Bill Walton at Bill UCLA? Very good. How, how, yeah, how, 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 many, how many national titles does Walton win? I'm sure he had four. They dominated the game. They had okay, to so change. How, so, so how many, how many uh, Super Bowls uh, did Barry Sanders win? <laughs> he's, he's the best. So, so, okay, so stop. Sa- stop. The no. best. And, and plus, Come on, Bill. I, no, no, let's be reasonable. I'm serious about this. Best too. quarterback to ever no, play. No, I'm, I'm, I'm being very reasonable. There's a lot of people that would say, oh. I'll take Walton over Maravich. Walton had a lot of people texting. Lou Alcindor, yeah. of course, yeah. Kareem yeah. Abdul-Jabbar, right. same thing. But Wal- Walton. If you are if you were going at any point in time to watch anyone play, it would be Pete Maravich. Well, as far as showmanship. Yeah. And average 44. That's the, incredible. You cannot say unequivocally that Maravich <laughs> is the best college player to ever play. You just you can't do I that. did. I've already said it. <laughs> That was very clear about it. I didn't stutter. No argument. (coughs) Nothing. Don't even try. But, I mean, come on. It's not – nobody – Nobody that knows hoops would say that. You're a football coach. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Wow. By the way, by the way, in the text line, someone said earlier, I uh, I'm amazed at how young Bill sounds. Is that a compliment or a diss? I don't know. I don't know. How do I look? Young. Young. Yeah, if you're watching. (laughs) If I if I had your hair, I'd never wear a hat. Oh, I do. Yeah, you've been wearing a hat all yeah, week. I get it thinned. Yeah, he gets his hair, I get my hair thinned. thinned. He does. It's amazing. I do. Yeah, I get it thinned. I, I'll, I, and I also, never wear a hat. Hey, and the spillover going to go over my GoFundMe. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, okay. <laughs> okay. We'll get over right, the spillover. Right. The spillover is next on Early Break on the ticket.